Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Martin, Dave Dave, more specifically, I think you and I screwed up. We are nine days away from NFL kickoff, and we led people to believe that football is here, and it, it really isn't yet. And uh, the more I think about it, we're no better than those wackos who predict the end of the world on a certain date, and then it's business as usual the next day. So I, for one, apologize for that. I don't know how you feel. Well, I've been making a lot of apologies lately. Unfortunately, I had to apologize to the kids of society last week. I had promised, you know, a couple few decades ago that when I reached uh, adult status, my first order of business would be to turn the school week from five days into four. I you failed. Do it. In fact, they're doing more school than when we were going to school. So sad. <laughs> I don't know that what kind of effort you put forward it other than talking on our dumb podcast about it. <laughs> did you make Talk, did you? Well, uh, because I talked about City it Hall? on a lot of dumb podcasts. <laughs> but this is not, not just a one off, friend. This I've been talking about this on many podcasts <laughs> for any number of years. One. And now work. I have to apologize because I, like you and a lot of people, got over my skis. Oh, football's just about here. Ignore the Civil War reenactments. They've come and gone, as they always do, with very little uh, any very little meaning for what's right. about to come. But now it's like, okay, so now the regular season's here. No, it's not. No, it's no. not. We, we have, you understand, 200 we have hours. all this week, yeah. right? So you think, oh, well, the weekend, though. Then finally, NFL. No. Incorrect. Whole nother week. Then football. I know. What the hell? And I Martin, don't, don't give happened? me the Thursday night crap either, because that ain't the start of football season. It's the first Sunday that football starts. It's not the Thursday night kickoff nonsense thing. Martin, you you're as much as fault at fault because you sat here and let it happen, and we we uh we we apologize. But you, too. you know, I'm not with you. I'm watching. I watched Louisiana Tech uh, play Florida in uh, Florida International Saturday. It was too. a terrible, yeah. terrible game. I mean, <laughs> three completed passes for Florida International, but the feeling was restored for me as soon as I saw. Uh, you know, watch Notre Dame run out of the tunnel, saw them score a touchdown, live bet Navy plus 27 and a half. And I was Oof. like, oh, we're right back in this thing. I'm right back in football season. What are you guys talking about? I All mean, right. I was watching Zachariah Branch put his foot in the ground, look like a young Percy Harvin. Look, I get the, I get, I get, understand the big show hasn't started yet. However, these are the previews. That's what we're, right. we're in the movie, though. These are just the previews. This is College like, oh, this year. You know, this USC thing, this movie will be fun to watch later on down the line when it comes out around November. Same thing with Notre Dame. Yeah, but you understand. Let me just say this. Go ahead. I get it. What Martin's talking about. I advocate all the time that the start of Shecker season, the end of the calendar year from Thanksgiving through New Year's, that's the greatest stretch on the calendar because it's a lot Mm -hmm. of vacation time. It's a lot of boozing at work, show up late, go on three hour lunches. Nobody seems to really care. 
this is the sweet spot and the best day of Shecker season is the first day. That's the Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving. That's what Martin's celebrating right now. And I can respect okay. it. I appreciate you're you're doing it. But when I go to a bar on the night before Thanksgiving, the booze still gets me drunk. The, exactly. These these games. What the hell were these games? What were, these weren't no. games. These were what what what, what, what was I even looking at? The, 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 the completely irrelevant games that, that that have no impact on anything. Save Notre Dame and USC. Okay, those were fine, and yeah. those should be one and two in the country in terms of polling because <laughs> I heard no one else has even this. played you're a game a, yet. You're a lunatic. So how do you how do you uh, rectify this in four weeks when there's uh, thirty undefeated teams? What are you going to do? <laughs> Same way they do in the NFL. They have standings and they show like, hey, but not this everybody NFC plays South Navy. team is three not and one. But guess what? An AFC East team is also three and one. So they're in the chase for the number one seed in that conference. The but same. That's how you do it in college football. Too. Don't get to play Navy. And, and so you have to at some point rank them at some point. At not some before point, we see them play. Don't talk about okay. lunacy. But when everybody's one and oh play a game. But when well, everyone's one and oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I know you're saying a tongue in cheek. Martin, I take exception to what you said. These are like the previews of the movies in the movies. I hate the movie previews. I, I I'm like, <laughs> why does these have to be 20 minutes long? I will say I have a streak still going of eight consecutive um visits to the movie theater where the popcorn is gone by the end of the previews. So that part of it I like about the previews. But wow. why what do we yeah, I know it's not not really anything to brag about about but uh martin um the preview saw notre dame roll 42 to 3 by the way eddie spaghetti if you could end the season right now would you i mean that was a dominating win doesn't get better than that does it um i mean i i do want to take my chances and play this uh <laughs> usc trojans team that'd be a nice victory yeah. i like to play ohio state i think they actually could pull it off that those victories will be very very sweet so i don't want to end it just at navy or okay. uh, tennessee state next week tennessee right. state what the hell are we doing Tennessee State, shame on you. Well, that that was a big uh, point of contention when they uh, agreed to schedule that. I think the reason why they wanted to do it was to help out the uh, the HBCUs, and that Uh, is uh, Eddie George's mm -hmm. team now he's the head coach of. Oh, right. I think they got like $36,000 or something. All right, well, Sheck, what do you think about like putting Heisman odds out on on players who haven't got? Because now we have, as um, Spaghetti said, those teams match up, Notre Dame and USC, down the road. Caleb Williams... After the uh, 56-28 win, but no cover over San Jose State is now plus 375. He started the year at five to one. He played one game. Like you said, most everybody else didn't play. And he's already plus 375 with Hartman at 14 to one. I'm less concerned if there is a, a if, if it causes you as a human being to lean mm-hmm. in one direction or another when you're wagering on an individual award. With mm-hmm. you know, it does on some level insinuate itself into these voters and the direction they're going to lean and the committee that makes the decision about final four. When we establish in July, like, Hey, look out for team blank. They're going to be really good. Like just don't float that jive. I mean, we can analyze these teams, but actually ranking them when rankings are a factor in who plays in the final four is insane to do. We don't go in advance. Like, it has no value that the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. In fact, mm-hmm. it's bad for you because you get a tougher schedule. What's uh, the the advantage of being good at college football is that it keeps you from last year is that it actually is relevant to the next year 
when there's been turnover with the kids. It's it, it's illogical that we would do preseason polls. It's it's, it's absurdity. But okay, here I'm we are. Saying, I, 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 I don't point, want to bellyache. The bias has to set in at some point when everybody's one and zero and two and zero, and you do have to rank, or maybe you don't have to rank them. I don't know. Uh, Hartman, Sam Hartman, your guy is third shortest odds on the list. Uh, spaghetti at fourteen and one. Martin, were you impressed with Caleb Williams? I kind of feel like in a game against San Jose State, if you're, you know, you have the Heisman in your sights, you have to throw four touchdowns. That's the that's the I, minimum right there. I think the headline from USC's first game was Zachariah Branch. Like he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like like is there competition for the Heisman? No, there's not. There's no competition <laughs> for the Heisman in USC. It's going to be Caleb Williams if the, if a Trojan is winning it. However, I was. I mean, you just got to go out there and not look bad. Not. I, I mean, not only did he not look bad, he recovered a fumble, threw for a touchdown on the same play. It's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. Now, let's switch it to pros because, uh, you know, there might be teams tanking for this Caleb Williams. We saw the Cardinals cut Colt might McCoy. Be. and I, Well, I, I was outraged by this Colt McCoy thing, and then I looked at his numbers the last few games. Not very good. No touchdowns, one interception, last three games. Josh Dobbs probably does fit better into that offense as a starter for now. It was the one we talked about last week, that Isaiah Simmons move that makes me think they're not putting their best possible team on the field. But uh, I still don't like them at plus 250 odds. Uh, Shaq, what, do you, what does you buy, buy into that? Not, boy, I'm, I'm the only one in the country I think has Cardinals over four and a half wins, and now I'm wondering where the hell they get them. Wow, that's wild. In fact, I dug up immediately when I saw Colt McCoy because not that I think that Colt McCoy is a, is a world beater at this point in his career, but obviously if they're cutting him and they're going to yeah. probably go with or perhaps go with the guy who wasn't on the team a week ago, that is an indication that they're tanking. Right. Um, and so then the next place I looked was at their week one game against the commies, and that number hasn't moved. It's still... Home team given seven points. Does that surprise you? Boy, these week one lines, they are so compelling. Like game by game, you start going through them. It's so exciting to start trying to. I I know we've picked them. We we did it together. We've done it individually a number of times, I'm sure. But really now, I know it still is too far away for our pleasure. But it's nine days. Nine days. Well, wait, well okay, to the but, Thursday, to the Thursday. So, okay, 13, 12, 13 yeah, days. Yeah. Whatever. It, go, start going through those Sunday games. So many fun ones. I know. Ryan makes sense of. Oh, I, and that's one of them. How do you How do you go? Go ahead and make a quick well, pick on it. Here, here's the thing. I'm in, five you know, to seven. I'm, I'm screaming on against all odds about Colt McCoy. This is the kind of game he could steal going into Washington against his old team, blah, 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 blah. And then like no, 40 not. minutes later, or maybe during the podcast, <clears throat> he was cut. So... I don't know. Like I said, as I look back at his stats and if it's going to be Dobbs or McCoy, it's probably not a big difference. I think a seven is a hefty number for Washington, who hasn't had like a top 20 offense in seven or eight years. Martin, what do you, what do you think about this Colt McCoy stuff? I think nobody nobody in the history of the NFL has gotten so much better after they got cut than Colt McCoy, it seems. Like, <laughs> Colt McCoy got knocked out of, his, out of that game against Alabama, the national championship game. I was a college sophomore. At the time, like I'm right. 34, like it's done. Like Mark Ingram was the other primary person on the other team in Alabama. Mark Ingram works. Mark Ingram and I are coworkers now, and I don't play in the NFL. So uh, yeah, that's I, Mark I, I didn't think- Mark, oh Mark Ingram. Oh god, all right, I, I get confused with the marks. Yeah, yeah. It didn't no, so I'm not. I'm not concerned. I like the idea that I still think that the. Uh, I still don't think the Cardinals will be the worst team in football. 
Um, I'm with you on that one, Sal. If I had to take over four and a half wins, I would take the over. What the uh, hell now, are you guys seeing? I know, but it is weird that that hasn't moved either. But and yet, yet you could go fifty-fifty over or under five or four and a half. I oh, think right. there are you, some there's an all win total. That's why I started to say that the all win total is two and a half, and I like oh. I like them to go under that. They've oh, announced really? themselves. They want to go. They they don't. Ideally, they would go because no one wants to go zero oh, and seventeen. Mm. One and sixteen would suit their purposes just fine. They've made that clear, haven't they? They have winnable games, though. They really do. The Rams, both games are winnable. I'm sorry. The Rams might be tanking just as much, if you want to use that word. They play at the Texans. They play the Bears. Um, You know, I I think there's another easy one in there I'm missing. But there's definitely winnable games in there. I'm I'm with with you. Like, to me, think about it, Dave. How many teams in the NFL just lose two games and win only two games? I just look at it I get it, but but that's a perfect – Think about Martin, what he just said. Do you like that? The Rams and Cardinals. Do you agree that those are two winnable games? I don't. Matthew Stafford, at whatever mm-hmm. age he is, is not going to be compelled to drop games so that uh, the Rams can start a new era in 2024 with a new QB. Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, those are better pieces than anything on the Cardinals roster. Air he's go, got I'll a, take the Rams. He's a thirty-five-year-old with a spine injury, and and Brett Rippin is the backup. Okay, if he sits I, I, down, then yeah, that's a that's another issue. But uh, but I think I, I don't and, think Stafford and, makes it through the year. Yeah, and you've said it, Shaq. Like they won their Super Bowl, aren't they? With a wink and a nod to Stafford, like, hey, you did your job, man. Don't don't hurt yourself out well, there. Well, again, gonna- no, I think the thing that it's hard because it's you you sound loony or I sound loony when you start floating these things in late mm. August. But obviously, look at the number of big-time trades made in season. Matthew Stafford is a plausible name to see moved somewhere and swing a fate of a mm, of a man. scuffling contender. I mean, like, that's, that's something that is not impossible. We know that they were trying to move him. And to your guy's point, yeah, they would rather get Caleb Williams or fall back to Drake May next spring so if that's the case then they should be trying to move matthew stafford and at some point yeah maybe it's like hey uh less need hey uh sean mcveigh um pretty obvious you guys want me to get the crap kicked out of me here so that we don't win any games can you move me here that's a possibility in the meantime though i can't help it what about this one sal give me your quick pick on this one i bet you this is the most bet side in week one Jacksonville Jaguars giving four and a half in Indianapolis. I bet you everyone and their mother is going to be all over the Jags, given those. Yeah, points, right? I do, too. I, I only because and that's probably, you know, not to say that Minshew is much better than Richardson, but everybody falls in line with rookie quarterback first game. At least he's home, right? He's not on the road. Colts are home for that. You said he's in India. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the points nonetheless. I just I think it's kind of low scoring and uh, uh, Jacksonville doesn't get out of the gate as fast as everybody thinks. It does but, feel that way, right? Can't you yeah. make the case like, ah, the Colts stink. What a joke they're going to be. And look out for the Jags this year. People right. like me singing that song. I think the Jags probably will probably think like, yeah, we should steamroll these bums. Well, it'd be um, nice to know, Martin, if Martin Jonathan Taylor was playing or not. Like these are <laughs> important. Like help help yourself out a little bit, Colts. Get that deal. Well, um, well, the Dolphins did just open up an additional three million dollars in salary cap space oh. um, as of a minute ago. Oh man! So All right. they they're reworking Cedric Wilson Jr.'s contract. 
I don't know. He might be in Miami uh, by the time this comes mm-hmm. out. It's said to have had as many as six offers. Um, the two of them they turned down. So it's all very mysterious. All right, listen. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to give you eight division winners in eight minutes. Can we do this? Spaghetti, do you think we could do this? We're going to give our division winners for each division and just a little bit of analysis, 10, 15, 20 seconds of analysis, and you're going to keep a score. You're going to keep the clock, Spaghetti. Is this a doable thing? I don't know if we could put a prop on this. Is this five to one odds that we pull this off? 20 to one? What do you think? It has, I mean, I, I really don't have faith in this being accomplished, so I would say make it bigger <laughs> odds. And who of the three of us are you most concerned with uh, going uh, over time? The, the the one with the steel curtain jersey in the background. <laughs> That's right, I can't see right now. Is that check? Okay, all right. All right, listen. Quick break, then we're going to do this. We'll be right back. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and older only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wagers only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet is $1,250. The bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, it's 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Okay, so we're going to review all the divisions in eight minutes, eight divisions, eight total minutes. You know, lots of these shows, Shaq, including yours and mine, we've had an hour and a half long podcast for each division on Against the Lodge, and I was just sick of listening to myself. I'm saying, why would anybody listen to this? Why, when we could do this in just eight minutes, we can do it a minute per division. There's three of us. We each pick a winner with approximately 20 seconds of analysis. Shaq, are we going to pull this off? I have no doubt. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, and one, listen, else, no one outside it, this Zoom chat believes in us, but I know we it, can do it. If we only get through two divisions, we're done. We're done talking about it. We move on to baseball or something. It's not like, all right, the clock stops and then, all right, we'll have fun. But at Martin, no way or yes? I think that, remember the other day we were talking about Trey Lance for MVP odds? Yeah. I think this, that should be about what this should be priced wow. at. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll take that. All right, Eddie, if you uh, will do so, do you have anything on your phone? Some of these smartphones have like uh, stopwatches. I have it. it? Who wants to do it? Well, I also take time code notes because I edit the audio. So I have it. All right, Eddie, why don't don't you do this? Michael, Um, do we have music? Do we have music for this, Michael? (laughs) No, we don't have music. Um, Why don't we... Eddie, just give us a, uh, every time a minute elapses, let us know, right? So after a minute, say seven minutes and then six minutes, okay? Just sure. so we know uh, where we are. I'll kick us off with the NFC East. You ready to start, Eddie? Here we go. We are ready. Go. Cowboys plus 165. They are one of two teams to win 12 games each of the last two years. No Kellen Moore, but I think the offense with the addition of Brandon Cook should be every bit as good as last season. I can't say enough about that defense. Diggs locked up contract-wise. Parsons, top three player in the league, plus Gilmore. Eagles regress. Super Bowl losing team hangover. Seven starters from last year. Gone new OC, new DC. They'll make the playoffs, but this makes 20 straight years as no repeat NFC East winner. Cowboys plus 165. Check. Eagles looking over their shoulder at America's team, their arch rival. Can Dak and company get past them in 2023? The problem is they're looking over the wrong shoulder because here comes Sam Howell and the commies. They're going to make a playoff run, are the commies. They're going to get in. But you know what? The Eagles were right where they were looking in the first place because the Cowboys are going to get it done. They win that division plus 165. You you said it about the Eagles. There you You go. The regression that is natural, the study of film of Jalen Hurts and company this offseason is going to pay dividends in the early part of the season. The Eagles come fall back ever so slightly. Hey, stop. Martin, go, Martin, go. He said a question. American team. It's the Cowboys. Cowboys Cowboys win a division. They're going to have the best defense in the NFC this year. I love it. NFC North Vikings plus 260. I don't know why everyone hates this team. I know they were 11-0 in one-score games. It doesn't mean they fall off this year. Big addition in Jordan Addison. That offense is going to hum. They're not going to miss Cook. Madison was very good when Dalvin didn't play. Danelle Hunter re-signed as a key. Vikings win 11. The Lions get a wild card. Vikes plus 260 to win division. Great value. Sheck. I'm going to stick with the Lions plus 120, but boy, I like them Packers too at three at uh, 360, and the Vikes are for real too. The only thing that we definitely know is that the Bears are your fourth place team. They are overrated, right. overstated their uh, relevance for, for this year. Lions. Martin. Just like Dave overstated his NFC East pick, I'm not going to understate this, so I'm going with the Packers here. Uh, Jordan Ooh. Love wins the division in year one. Matt LaFleur turns out to be a pretty good head coach. 
All right. NFC South, Saints plus 105. Sorry, Martin. I can't find a solid quarterback-coach combo in the division. There is not one out there, but Martin's team is Derek Carr, the most proven quarterback in the division. Michael Thomas is going to be fine as a third option. That's all they need him for. They have a sneaky good defense, especially with the secondary with Lattimore and Matthew. Saints plus 105 to take the South. Check. Saints are the clear pick here I can talk myself into, and you can talk yourself into the Falcons and the Panthers being pretty good, but ultimately don't overthink this one. Derek Carr's the best QB in that division. The Saints, my Dennis Allen concerns notwithstanding, mm. get it done. Martin, you heard him. Don't overthink it. I, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to know exactly what Derek Carr is because I've seen 10 years of Derek Carr's career. And Derek Carr is, is not a winning quarterback at the highest levels. And you know what? This Saints team just traded their kicker because they can't afford to pay him. Like All right. this, they're strapped over the cap. Dennis Allen, Derek Carr combined 15 total wins in four years. Give me the Carolina. I mean, sorry, get the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. NFC West 49ers minus 200. That's my pick. I have no idea what Kyle Shanahan is doing, but it's working at least in the regular season. That defense is just too strong with the addition of uh, Hargrave. Uh, now have five or six blue chippers on that side of the ball. Plus the most dynamic multi-tooled offensive player in Christian McCaffrey. They'll win double digit games, maybe as many as 13. Seattle gets in the playoffs too. super top heavy NFC West 49ers minus 200 check. Ditto. Martin go. Ooh, good, Seattle Seahawks. Good. Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith runs wins this division. 49ers have too much going on. All right. I get they just traded Trey Lance. Got that distraction out of the way. But the, the big distraction right now is missing a right defensive end because Nick Bosa is Four not minutes. there. That's an issue. Give me Geno and Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Good pace here. AFC East, Bills plus 125. Von Miller News, not great, but a healthy Poyer, healthy Tredavious White on defense. It's going to help out. I'm not counting out Josh Allen with Ken Dorsey's second year at OC. That's when they should mesh. Uh, don't listen to the noise. Stefan Diggs, gigantic season. Bills win total. His hit over in five of the last six years. They do it again. J-E-T-S get in as a wild card. Bills plus 125. Check. You know where I'm going. I've stayed true to this one since... September? Uh, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. 12 months now, I think. Something like that. So I'm sticking with my fins here. Two in company. Roll three to one. Don't be shocked if they make a Super Bowl run in January. Wow. Martin. Dave, you just went a sentence too far. That Super Bowl one in January, I can't get with you. However, they will be the AFC East representatives. I'm leaning. I'm, I'm, here, I'm here with you, baby. Especially if they go get Jonathan Taylor. I'm really here with you now. Five minutes. A AFC North, Browns plus 330. This is one of my big swings in honor of uh, Miles Garrett and the swinging helmets. He's paired with Darius Smith <laughs> on the other edge. If Deshaun Watson is even a middle-of-the-pack quarterback with Cooper, Elijah Moore, and this rookie from Tennessee. Yes, watch out for Cedric Tillman, plus Nick Chubb in the backfield. The hated Browns surprise the world. Take the AFC North with Cincy in tow as the wild card. Ravens third at 9-8, and eight. and Sheck, I'm sorry, your team falls short at 8-9. Plus 330. I mean, it, it, it's so loco to say that the Steelers <laughs> are going to have a losing record this year. Of all years, this is the year you're going to pick against them? Eight okay, fine. Over That's you. Those yeah. are your picks. I have the Steelers um, in the second slot. I went back and forth and back and forth. Steelers are Browns, Browns and Steelers. The Ravens are your fourth place team. The Bungles get it done once again. They take the AFC North. All right, Martin. There's zero chance I'm not betting on Joe Burrow to win this division. Six no chance. Really? So that's Bengals? Okay. 
Let's go. Oh, yeah. AFC South, Titans plus 340, another big swing. This team is not dead yet. They lost a Week 18 game to the Jags on a defensive touchdown in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, they would have made the playoffs. And this is with 34 players on the IR last year. Hopkins still a solid playmaker. Coach Vrabel gets his now healthy team to bounce back. King Henry adds one more epic year. Top four, easy schedule. Values too good, plus 340. Sheck. Boy, I hear you, and that thought has been creeping into my brain more and more over just literally the last few hours, not even days. Starting to think, man, am I sleeping on Vrabel and Tannehill and the rest of them? That, it's the Jags. All right. Uh, Martin. Hi, Sal. At the beginning of the offseason, I thought Tennessee would be done, but I'm here with you now. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back on Vrabel. I'm back on Mr. He'll cut himself off to win a Super Bowl. They won't win a Super Bowl this year, but at at three and a half to one, I love the odds. And I I just don't believe in the Jaguars in the same way that everybody's signing them up for 12 and a half wins. I don't buy it. All right. AFC West, Chiefs minus 175. I'm not screwing around here. They're the class of the league. So long as they're spotted a healthy or one-legged even, Patrick Mahomes, wildly underrated defense, second in the league in sacks. Broncos step it up a little bit, but no playoff teams aside from KC, who reigned supreme in the AFC West for, what, the eighth consecutive year? Chiefs minus 175. Sheck, you better be with me. Learn your lesson. No, I'm, I'm skipping Sheck because I'm with the Go Chiefs ahead. too. Death okay. taxes, Chiefs win the AFC West. Okay, Shaq, take the rest of the time to tell us why the wow. Chargers win it. Do it. We did this. Maybe. I, you know, to the end of the novel, <laughs> I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. But we did it. I do think that the new trend that is emerging and, and people are less ashamed to say this in a public space, pro football teams. Von Miller, go sit down for a month. We don't need you until the games really, really, really start. Oh, we had it. it. You didn't make it. I did. I I, I gave my I gave my chiefs. I'm done. I gave the chief. All right. Those charges. No, no, we can't hear it. We can't hear it. We can't hear what's at what comes after. All right. We did. It's like those cooking shows. Hey, they're done. Time, time. Like, well, roulette. No, no more bets. Roulette. I'm very proud of us. Babyface, did you think there was a chance we were going to get through? I, I Honestly, I thought we'd get through five divisions. That was great. I could have gone two more minutes. That was outstanding. All right. Wow. Thanks for listening, yeah. everybody. All right. Now we're going to do the SEC. You ready? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, Martin. You impressed with that? I was, I would say, more surprised, especially when Dave started listing off. Because, you know, this is the thing about Dave Damashek, Sal. I don't know if you know this. You ask Dave one question. He then proceeds to answer the negative of every other possibility before squaring along to the yes. So you say something like, you say something like Kansas City Chiefs win the division. He's like, well, I'm a definitely not going to win the division. The Chargers, they got a shot. You know, an incompletionist. I just never saw. I didn't complete. <laughs> well, Martin, I, I, you 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 helped us out. You were on the third spot. And that was tough. Uh, but uh, I Eddie, said nice, ditto. Nice job with I one yeah. of my that was good. Was ditto. Yes, that's true. That's true. Eddie, we did it. And uh, and thanks for the. I think the updates helped because we knew how to pace it. You you guys were like 15, 20 seconds away from uh, missing it, and I you basically have to thank Dave for that one response where he just said yes. ditto. The yes, ditto. Sure. The ditto response did it for for you guys. Right. All right. Good. Uh, I don't know what we do now. Where, where is it? I, I, here's here's the question I have. Go ahead. We could talk about these more now. Here's just, it. Uh, that was, well, was a uh, fun exercise. Okay. The, I, this maybe feeds that. I think, well, I know that this happens it, it, to me. 
And it's what I'm talking about with preseason polls in college mm. football, but it applies to the NFL or anything else that you have an interest in that you look at repeatedly. So let's apply it here to pro football. You decide, I do like that team. I think that one's good. I think that other one's bad. Now, whether you lay actual dollars against it or not, you mm-hmm. start rooting in that direction because you sure. want to be right about your opinions that you share with the world. So what team do you think is in your brain because of rivalry? I mean, obviously for you, Sal, it's probably pretty easy to say you don't like the Eagles or the Giants as a Cowboys guy. But yeah. Is there a team that like Deshaun Watson's Browns are easy to root against? Who do you suppose football America is rooting against the most this year? Is it Rogers Jets? Go ahead. No, I think uh, in spite of how much we're enjoying hard knocks or how much it's pushed things along, I think the desired result, the one two desired result is for the Packers to go over their win total and for the Jets to go under their win total. I think mm. that's what America, who doesn't care, who doesn't have a horse in the race, uh, would want. Uh, I, I, I don't know why. And, and because you want it, you think it's going to happen, which is weird. I'm just I'm jumping on. Uh, I'm That's what I'm saying. Right. You yes, talk yourself exactly. into it and then you feel betrayed and yes. you feel like a jackass when it's like, oh, my. Oh, oh, Jesus. Right. This, this is an indictment of me that it's not going the way I said it was going to go beyond the dollars, as I say. I, you know, yes. I think that then. When people accuse you, you hate that. Team. I don't have any opinion about any any team outside of one. I have one rooting interest. I don't hate really anybody, but the Browns have made it easy to dislike them. Marty, who is the most disliked pro football team right now? Mm, the Cleveland Browns had that for a minute. Might still right be. now. I think it might still be them. I think it might still be them. When Deshaun Watson runs out there at the start of week one, I think people will still be like, hmm, I don't care. But I, don't, I don't like this too much. couple other it, candidates it, for it'd you. It would be the fun Chiefs. to see Belichick. Belichick go 3-14 right. one year would be fun. That's uh, right. right. I was just going to yeah. say, yeah. by the nature of success, people now start rooting against you. Oh, I'm tired of Mahomes, and I don't right. want to see them. Uh, sure. Anybody but them. So that would be another one. The Cowboys are always the Cowboys what? are always up. I mean, they're a grotesque. I mean, it's ridiculous the 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 way the their fans puff their chests out despite not having won a playoff game in uh, fifty seven years, matter. something like it's that. Whatever it's season. been, regular season wins are important. Twelve and twelve the last two years, beat it. That's what's important to me. Is that what that's number one for you? Good. That's good. It. That's number one. Um, and uh, and then you just said the other one is I think it's interesting the power of Belichick and what that Patriots run was all about, that there still is years later now, the residual desire to watch Belichick suffer. It's pretty, pretty yeah. funny, right? It's pretty, it tells you what you need to know. It tells Boston fans what they need to know too. It's not that we hate you because because uh, we ain't you. It's because you guys were scumbags through and through. And as I always said, whether it's today or in 50 years, an inquisitive young football love in mind is going to open up the big history book of pro football. And when they regard the first 20 years of the Patriots in this millennium, all that will be there is a big black stain over all of it because none of it mattered. You filth your way to those titles. No one respects you. Well, that's why, what was it, a couple of years ago on a Saturday night, that playoff game, what? 
when the Bills just beat him by 137 points, how great was it? that? That's a fan base everybody roots for, right? The, oh, like the Bills, oh, tortured. Okay, let them and the and the Patriots getting their head handed to them, and it was the changing of the guard and all of that. So yeah, a couple more of those are fun. Uh, Martin, I do want to say uh, this is the time of year that you could talk about puffing your chest out and getting loud about teams, and then almost immediately, like about two o'clock on the first Sunday of the year. I'm going to be wrong about a dozen teams. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, the, the Steelers are up 14-3 on the 49ers. What the hell? I, I was, 49ers aren't winning 13 games. But isn't it weird how you could be – I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wrong about half the league almost instantly. I look forward to it, too. I can't relate. I don't know. Both week ones uh, and extra points history – all three week ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Points history. I've smoked them. So I don't yeah. know. I generally all offseason, all I'm doing is collecting information. That's all I got. That's the perfect time. Give all me right. week one. Now by week six, seven, I don't know who's playing fast and loose you with bet. the injury reports. I don't know who's got trouble at home. Maybe somebody, maybe the starting quarterback's wife just had a baby. And so mm-hmm. now he's up all night uh, uh nursing his child and didn't get any sleep before the game or or is in a club in New York doing something. I don't know. But week one, everybody's locked in, including Martin Weiss. That that's Rabbit. interesting. Yeah, and check that would be Chest good. Out. Uh, uh, that, would that be a good Twitter account to run for people who are keeping track of players' wives and girlfriends who are having kids and where that stands? Like when C sections are scheduled during the season, like that that could factor into the line, couldn't it? I like that very much. Like like a a, a comprehensive tracker too of like yeah. this guy, this running back went to high school in that town and so we have you know he's got like 70 tickets for the game for his family and right. everything yeah those kind of human details yeah, the fringe like stuff that. yeah the fringe stuff all right now check listen I, you got to stop calling people crazy if they say the Steelers are going to win eight games the it's a 50 50 proposition that they they win nine or or fewer why is it Listen, crazy? If I, I can go on. I'm indicting the nine. books. I'm, I'm, I don't understand. I, I really, I can't fathom uh, where. How, what do you mean you can't fathom? They, they don't win 12 and 13 and 14 games, and now they're stuck with a nine. They ride around nine. Wait, that's where right. they are. So, fathom. Okay, Mike I can Tom- fathom it. It hasn't happened, though, since Mike Tomlin's no. been the head coach. It's it's. You're reaching if you're picking them it's, to go it's under It's barely 500. not happened in the last few years is the other I watched Mike Tomlin it. coach a team quarterback by Ben Roethlisberger and then uh, then your boy uh, Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges to a winning record. All right? The man is a miracle worker. I know, but I they, play, they Maybe played he's backup quarterbacks the last year. few years in a lot, a lot of those instances, too. So No, the, uh, the, yins are cynics. the Yins are cynics out there, and there are many. Who you know gravitas through cynicism? Tomlin's overrated, Yinch. You don't get it. Like you can't have it both ways. Maybe he hasn't had great success in January. I would, I can explain that away uh, if anyone cares. But in the meantime, whether or not you think that the standard is still the standard and it's about Lombardi's, the fact of the matter is whether it's Duck Hodges or Mason Rudolph or Ben Roethlisberger incapable of moving or a rookie QB or Mitch Trubisky or anyone else that you want to throw out mm. there, 
They don't go under 500 in the regular season. So what are we talking about? You know, because you can, it's not, you can be you're not cynical about it. Tomlin in January. That doesn't apply to the regular season when all he's done for a decade and a half is go over 500. That's it. But, well, right, but why, why are you not so concerned with the Ravens preseason winning streak? I mean, that was something that was established over 25 games. Why, why were you like, oh, that, that could be snapped at any time. But this, what makes that different? from this like there, there's a lot of That's luck involved coins, in everything man. I mean, well it's on, the everything's everything's but i'm saying they're not shattering this this over eight and a half thing by the four or five games they're barely getting there they're getting there winning their last few games they were the healthiest team last year i know you know this i know tj watt was out and whatever that's the jenga piece as you call it they were that's the right. healthiest team in the league and by the way if you're looking if you're you know if you're uh Six and seven or six and eight with three games left. This is not the year to do that. You know that. Bengals, oh, I agree with Seahawks, that. and Ravens. So it's not going to be like, hey, all right, let's just win our last three. And oh my God, we did it again. So you're going to have to approach it differently, at least, right? I agree with you about the about the the home stretch. There is is uh, is real nasty yeah. for the Steelers, and they better be established if they're going to be playing in January. They better be pretty solidly in that slot. Um, by the time they get to that, uh, you know, Christmas range of games there. Cause yeah, they are rugged, but listen, what Tomlin's done and I get that people have a hard time and I'm big on QB wins. So obviously that applies to the head coach as well, that if you don't get it done in the big spot, which is the postseason tournament, then how can you really be held up? But I will put the asterisk in that. For the preceding decade, the Steelers were operating with a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that comes with a heavy price tag. They were good. Some disappointments. I would point primarily to Ryan Shazier's injury towards the very end of 2017 that really scuttled what might have been a special year there um, with, with him. But since that point, Roethlisberger blows his elbow out. That leads us to the Duck Hodges year. Roethlisberger comes back. They're good. They're competitive. They have that record that's wild. You knew that they weren't going to win the Super Bowl despite them being undefeated. Then the next year, it's the farewell tour for Roethlisberger. They make the playoffs improbably, beating everybody 12 to 11. Every game they win, 12 to 11. Then last year, they they don't have T.J. Watt, one of the five best non-QBs, the Steelers' Jenga piece for half the year. And then they have a rookie QB. And they still have a winning record. Now this year, this is the year they're going to go eight nine. Well, then come well, on, I, you're, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get that. to a point why the bookmakers have it at nine. Is it because these are the three best quarterbacks the Steelers have seen in the division in a while? You have to say that's probably true, right? I mean, Deshaun right. Watson, even I if he's even if he's middle of the pack, that's got to be right. Brown's I don't never think really it's an presented. indictment of any. I mean, listen, who are the teams? The no playoff for you teams on the AFC side of the ledger. It's very hard to pick out like the Texans might be a a nice story and people I can Mm. tell are getting a little too excited about the Texans. I don't think they're going to the playoffs this year, but I think they'll be competitive. Mm. Um, But I mean, man, go go look at it. The Colts aren't going to be good. Um, And after that, it's not an indictment of any team to say, I don't think they're going to the playoffs this year. Not the Jets, not the Steelers, not the Browns, not the Ravens. These are all these are all talented teams. The AFC this year is so loaded up, you know, right. I, I, if you don't regard the entire conference, then you can talk yourself into any team being real, you know, boy, they're a dangerous bunch. Like what if All Russell right. Wilson gets it going? I don't know. They're going to beat Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. 
they have to play four times against those teams. So like yeah. that diminishes your enthusiasm about any team. And I include Pittsburgh in that. They don't have. I'm just trying play. to manage um, baby face. You, you think we gone too long with the segment? What's the matter? I'm just trying to manage. <laughs> Sorry, Shrek's, I, thought, uh, I thought Eddie reputation. was calling out the minutes. I'm, uh, well, but oh we yeah. Hit, what happened, Eddie? Yeah. We lost you there. Yeah. 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 No. All right. Listen, I don't know. Martin, uh, we don't have to talk more about the Steelers. Anything else that we went in the eight minute uh, thing that you wanted to, you're like, well, hold on, but you didn't have time to address or, uh, we yeah, cover so I don't know what you're seeing with the Vikings, man. What, why Why should there be a four-and-a-half game regression for a team that has a, an offense like that in a division that I, I, I don't I, I don't get it? Why Why do they have to go from – they were 11-0 and 0 in one-score games. Why can't they be 7-4 and and, mm-hmm. and win nine games? Like, why – what's what, – plus I just I just crazy. don't no. see it. I just don't see it. There's, uh, the exodus of talent that's been out of this offseason. I guess maybe they, mm. they've drafted well. We'll see if that was I, – I don't pretend to be a GM and have, like, the eyes of knowing that this guy is going to be a stud in the league and this guy is not. But I know that they let a lot of good players walk this offseason from a 13-win team. That's going to hurt a lot. That's going to hurt them. You know, right. that's, that's what, what it is. A lot of the guys who are making plays are no longer making plays. So we'll see what, like, Jordan Addison and some of their defensive additions will do. But uh, I think Justin, it's, that's a Justin Jefferson show. And I don't know how far a wide receiver could take you. Well, I'm looking at the rest of the division. Okay, so let's, uh, even if you like the Packers to, you know, make some noise there, I still have them around their win total, eight, maybe they get to nine. The Bears, even if, if they had a lot of work to do, the Bears, if they get to six wins, that's a, a vast improvement with that offense. If, which, if you look at those numbers, it was like a 1965 uh, team. Like, really, like they, they, I think he threw the ball 330 times, check or 318 times. Brady threw 725 times. Like, I'm not saying that that <laughs> wins games, but it's 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 an insane brand of football that they were playing. And they got, a like I said, a lot of work to do. And then you got the Lions, Martin, who just like, well, why? Because they... Because that Week 18 game against uh, against the Packers, who we all think sucked, um, they won that game. And I don't know, they were 5-1 yeah. and one in the division. There's not a ton of room for improvement for the Lions. I, I think. Yeah, but I, but the Lions started out, they started out so badly that, I mean, I've, I thought that I was going to lose money on my first coach fired back because I thought it was going to be Dan Campbell after Bailey Zappi went in and smoked them 29 to nothing. But the back half of the season, they played really well, except sure. for against the Panthers, where they gave up like 400 yards rushing. And that, yeah. I like the defensive additions that they've made, the Lions. You know, I'd still think the Packers win the division, but I think the it Packers. might, it's going to come down to the Lions and the Packers, you know, and then how they played out. Well, I mean, you say you don't know what I see in the Vikings, but then you took the Packers. I mean, Packers have, uh, out of all their receivers, they have two guys who have one-year experience, and then everybody else is, is less than that. I don't know. I, I, they could be a Shaq, are we overvaluing the Lions? I don't know. I, there's Also, they're still the Lions. There's that factor. Definitely true. And um, it's funny, that Mar- what do you see in the Vikings? This from Martin, who just three minutes ago said, like, what are you not seeing about Tomlin? The results are the results. <laughs> Kirk Cousins goes to the playoffs. I mean, this is what they like, yeah. you know, doesn't succeed in January, but he gets to the right. playoffs um, a crazy percentage of the time. So I I get the Vikings enthusiasm from Sal when you have the best receiver in the world and a guy who likely in, in Jordan Addison benefits from playing on the, being on the field at the same time with the best receiver in the world. Um, Maybe watching that quarterback thing spoiled Kirk Cousins for me, watching him put those yeah. freaking sticky pads on his brain and sitting in his car trying to diagnose and then 
watching uh, what's his name, Kevin O'Connell, being like, well, I would have called you a better play. It's like, well, what are you putting all this brain stuff on? I'm thinking that would make you smarter in the moment. Yeah. I well, but regarding the Lions, I my the thing that it I, it seems like is true. I I've talked for a year about like you know you got to have. And it's we can debate how many guys are on that short list, but like that are so good that it kind of almost doesn't matter what the rest of the roster is. Josh Allen is going to keep the Bills relevant. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow and people want to put Jalen Hurts on there. Let him do it one more year and then we can do that. Um, But it's a short list outside of that. Everybody is going to try to do what Jalen Hurts Eagles did a year ago. And everybody is a certain. um uh, distance in making that long-term run right now. And will be um, that will have different levels of success trying to do that bully ball. It's when people keep talking about bully ball. I keep talking right. about that. The lions are doing it. The bears are trying to do it. Clearly the Steelers are the Browns. A lot of teams are investing in that mm-hmm. approach. And so, you know, much like when three quarters of the league went three, four defense, made a hard right turn, or when everybody went West Coast and when three, two thirds of the teams were playing Tampa too, that sameness, like, so what's going to win out? It's the talent and all of that. So it's really hard to divine, but given that they have Jared Goff and so they don't have a superhero quarterback, boy, the Lions are really compelling and their ability to just beat the hell out of you. I, I mean, I just said, right. like, and Jared Goff proves the point that if you keep a guy clean, one of the top 32 throwers uh, on sure. the planet Earth, if you keep a, give him an extra half second to throw the ball, he'll be productive. It's hard I, to go against the Lions on that level. It's just that the Lions are the Lions is the main reason. Not I, the I have them at 10 wins, and I feel like I have to apologize for that. Like they were, like I said, they were 5-1 and one in the division. It's, there's not a ton of room for improvement there. Uh, you know that now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the division, so what? They beat him twice last year. So, well, what the, um, what the room is is that they turned it on in the second half of the season, and people yeah. like me were making jokes about them, like, "See, this Dan Campbell stuff is a bunch of pap." And then they turned it on and almost got into the playoffs. I, you know, that concern. And Jared Goff is still Jared Goff, but obviously he's high pedigree in terms of arm talent and everything else. There might be some other things that you don't love about him, but. In that situation, I, you know, I think that team should. I, I'm with you. Double digits. I, you know, I'm not going to get crazy with them because they are the Lions. But yeah, ten wins sounds right. I think we tend to apologize. Uh, I'm sorry. We tend to look at the very last game too intently, and, and, and with some of these teams, Martin. Like, for instance, the Bills, my Cowboys. I, I feel like because of they left a bad taste in everybody's mouth at the end of the year, when we're analyzing regular season win totals, you, you're counting that against them. It's like, no, the Cowboys are terrible in the playoffs. They're going to lo- They're probably going to lose to the Niners in a more spectacular fashion this year. The Bills, you don't put Allen in those top three that you mentioned, Check at quarterbacks in the AFC or top two. So they're going to be the outside. But it doesn't mean they're going to be good. Conversely, Everybody watched the Lions win week 18. Like, oh, that that's a super team. And they didn't even have to play in the playoffs. So we, we that's what we're left with. I don't know. I just think that's the, the visual bias of the very last thing. Recency bias is still, still looms large, Martin. I don't know. For me, I'll never forget when the uh, extra points graphic came out and for the wild card weekend. And I was the only person, the lone wolf, as Kevin Hench named it. Oh, I was yeah. the only person to pick the Miami Dolphins. 
uh, against the spread against the Buffalo against Bills. The Bills. And yeah. Skylar Thompson almost walked in there. And then Mike McDaniel just had his play clock, his mental play clock at 20 right. instead of 25 seconds. The Bills go home in the wild card. That was pathetic. But regular season, great team. They have the home field advantage back, right? Uh, by the way, they they could have that crazy game against the Vikings. They could have won that. That was an insane game. So add a win to that total. Who knows what happened in the Demar Hamlin game? So I don't know. They're right there. I just think like these. Some of these teams are unfairly. Uh, yeah, the, I count the Vikings in there too. They didn't show up against the Giants at all in the playoffs. And uh, the 11-0 and one-score games really works against them when people analyze them. Um, what else? Von Miller, I, I, uh, I went over it real quick, though. That, that's not good for the Bills there. Von Miller, their pressure rate's like 36% with them and 20% without them. And those first four, I believe, are tough, right, Check. I mean, not as tough as the way the Jets have it, but Bills uh, It's funny. Four. I like an offshoot of this, and this is a, a, a question that there isn't a – right answer for but there are games in week one that feel huge to yeah. both sides and like boy it's going to be telling and it's going to expose some fraud it's probably the biggest there, there yeah. are other get what there are other games though that i feel like ah whatever the result it's is that going to be the end of the season but like if the niners lose in pittsburgh are you going to be like well that's it for the niners i guess they're not that very good this year you know, you no, know, I'm not going to be as happy with my 13 win prediction at the niners but yeah you're right so wait are you saying bill's jets is one of those I want to believe that what happens in that game is going to be telling stuff. And so, uh, it, yes, I am talking myself into that one mm. being a ma meaningful game. I think in terms of win totals, I know that Patrick Mahomes wins no matter what. But the Chris Jones one, if he, in fact, yeah, sits down for insane. half the season, you mm -hmm. know, I completely get where the Chiefs are coming from. Andy Reid's, uh, you know, isn't uh, in all likelihood betting the season win total. But mm. if you're if you're a, a better that that should concern you that sure. their best defensive player is sitting down for half the year. So Martin, I think that there maybe is that? an opportunity there. What do you say, Shaq? Martin, he said he he's willing to sit out till week eight. That was kind of weird to pinpoint an actual. Mm -hmm. This not exactly uh, Muhammad Ali counting the. Uh, predicting the round he's going to knock somebody out in that, that I thought was bizarre, but uh, I don't know. I think, I it's some, I think it goes along the lines of like, if he sits out kind of like the James Harden thing right now, it's like, he's got to yeah. report to Philadelphia because otherwise if he doesn't, he'll, the contract will just be just kicked in the next year. Right. right? right so right. I think he's got to report at some point in time. Otherwise yeah. they'll just act like this year never happened. It'll be in the same boat he's in now. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break. Then we got baseball. We have our plays of the day. Uh, what else? We'll go over the greatest nines, I guess. We're getting close, but we're not there. Uh, I'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so big NL MVP race is ridiculous and got more ridiculous last night when Ronald Acuna, the Braves, was attacked by two fans. The first one wanted a selfie and then like hugged him and wouldn't let go. I felt like he could have broken free from that for at, at one point. But then uh, another fan came from the other side and attacked. Uh, security, to their credit, was on it for the most part from the start. Uh, Acuna got knocked over, and it didn't stop him from going four for five. Martin, very strange. Um, this should not fi- factor into the MVP voting, but it's uh, weird that you now have to think about players uh, being attacked by fans who want selfies. No, I just wonder, though, like, Where's his getaway speed? You know, like, you know, that, that's, that's my concern. And I, you know, what, where, where, I know he's a baseball player, so it's a lot of straight line running. It's not like he's football, he's zigzagging too often, but where's your takeoff speed, pal? What's going on? I yeah. guess he's saving it for the bases. Yeah, I guess so. He's got 59 stolen bases, so that's, <laughs> that's what he's got to slow it down. Um, yeah, I just, Shaq, I don't know. I, I thought there was a two Mississippi count there where he could have broken away and said, get the F off of me. But did you watch this? I did. And uh, the thing that um, I was disappointed by, and if if I've missed it, um, please share it with me. But what I want is like the whole point was to get the selfie. Let's see it. Did did, did you get the selfie? Because I bet that's pretty good. You know, imagine it's going to be now it's going to cost you a lot, guy, you know, running down on that field. You know, that's a heavy ticket. Believe me, I've asked at Wrigley Field, you know, once I get into um now I can't even think of what beer they serve at uh, Wrigley anymore to authenticate my story. Even Paps though I had, Blue so Ribbon? Wasn't passed. No. Anyway, what is it? Like the one in the outfield. No, it's definitely not Yingling. Uh, Natty Light? No, not Jan- Natty Jenny Light. Jenny Light? I don't know. What the hell's the beer in the, in the outfield? Anyhow, who cares? You're drunk. You're drunk, Chuck. You right. Once know. I get to yeah. number five or six, that's when the conversations begin with the ushers. Like, how about today? Can I go down? Yes, I'll, I'll come. But I promise I won't go anywhere near a player. Just let me feel that grass. It's so nice and green. And so yeah. the conversation would go. Never would they give me a break and let me do this. It's going to cost you $2,000. You're going to have to go to jail mm. and everything. Else. You can do it. I'm not going to tackle you jumping over this fence here to get down there. You're just going to it's going to cost you a ton. You're going to go to jail. And even in my drunken state, I knew I, it wasn't worth it. You know, well, I, I wouldn't yeah, someone was- who looks like this wouldn't do well on the inside. So I, I wouldn't do it. But now, how good would that image look of the guy with Ronald Acuna? Sure. Distressed. I have right that written down. I want to know. The baby face, you can make a T-shirt out of this as uh, you right. want to do. But uh, Or did the authorities say, delete that from your phone? You're not profiting off of this. <laughs> I don't think they can do that. that. Oh, well, they could. They could. They can't for, they, he would. You wouldn't have to do that. But if you get some a-hole tyrant who's, um, you know. Uh, I mean, they'll enough. be like, look, delete the picture and we'll let you go. Or you keep right. the picture and you're coming with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. That thing, you know, what are you going to do? Maybe you took a bunch. Have you all ever been on a field when you weren't supposed to be, though? Sure. No, I don't think so. You have? Sure. Yeah, I, uh, after uh, Michigan beat Ohio State, oh. my the first time I was there and saw it happen with my own two eyes. It hasn't happened much in the last, you know, 15-odd mm-hmm. years. But I was there. When uh, Luke Fickle was the head coach at, at Ohio State that one year, six and six, and I stormed the field. And what I realized in that moment, Dave, and I think what your drunken brain might have also realized, 
that fence is a pretty far drop down. Yes. For yeah. just Outfield? a standard human being. Well, yeah. just, you know, the, the barricade, right? I mean, I, I really, I got down there thinking I was going to jump all the way over. Then I right. realized, now I'm going to climb over slowly, grab onto the top of this railing, and then stretch my feet down and make this drop instead of a six-and-a-half-foot drop closer to, like, a three-foot drop, you know, because otherwise I felt like I would have broke my leg trying to just run and jump like some of them out of the class space were doing. Well, what about at the baseball stadium? What are the outfield fences? Are they um, are they – Eight feet or ten? Uh, if you rob a home run, is that? I imagine. That I think they'd have to be closer to eight feet because ten feet is. I guess well, ten feet is a gotta, uh, ten feet's well, an NBA rim, right? It varies. Like in, in in Chavez Ravine or in Fenway, when you get into the right field corner. You can reach out. and t- I think it only like no, comes yeah, up no, no. to thigh level. You can yeah, no, reach out and touch the guy. Most of the him. robs in left center or right center or whatever, when, when they're going, their glove is barely going over the fence. I mean, I, I wonder, my, my point is, I wonder if they thought like, wow, these, these home run saving catchers are very cool, but we also have to dissuade the fans like Martin from jumping on the field. So let's extend the fence to 15 feet. I wonder if that, that ever came up. But yeah. Uh, I do want to know about that selfie too, Babyface. You see, you think you know the beer that Sheck's talking about? I, I believe is he is it Goose Island? I, I, no, I'm not positive. I'm not no. positive. But I do not. think this. I do like this that the MLB wanted the game to be more fan accessible, and what better way? That's than true. Once, once a game, a fan is allowed to run on the field, get a selfie. The players don't know when it's coming. Just this is. This is uh, what they should do. And to answer right. Martin, Martin's question, I, I did somehow get on the field when the Chargers were in a, uh, that small stadium, that soccer stadium. Oh, I got oh. a selfie with none other than Juju Smith-Schuster because literally no one was watching. And you could what? just – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, I went to that stadium, Sal. Let me tell you something. No, it's impossible to believe that there were NFL games played in that stadium. I went yeah. and saw the Los Angeles XFL team. I forgot the name of it now, uh, when it existed. Avengers. But they played in the same stadium. Nah. Yeah, Avengers, yeah. Yeah. Was that uh well well hold on a second, babyface. So that fence that you got over, it, it couldn't have been more than two and a half feet for you to uh nah. negotiate <laughs> it without injury. Yeah. I don't even think it was a fence. Like Martin said, it was bas- basically steps, steps went onto the field. Really? And I saw wow. people going and uh like you know, whatever. There was only oh. thir- thirty thousand Steeler fans. You should there. turn yourself in. I'm glad you're doing it. Was you're legit. What? Clean here. It it yeah. <laughs> It's legit like a high school stadium. Like you can come down on the bleachers, walk across four lanes of track, and and you can just be there on the field. Yep. All right. Yeah, I fist bump my boy is Jean Claude Van Damme. fist bumped Juju Smith Schuster at that same game that Babyface is talking about. I got mm. run over and almost had the bowl and nachos knocked out of my hands by the Villanova basketball team back in the late '80s at Old Fitzgerald Fieldhouse when they returned to the floor after halftime. Mm. Um, Jer, uh, uh, the uh, Gerald Everett refused to high five me when I was standing in the corner of the end zone when he got his game winning touchdown against uh, the Chiefs in 2018. And my old man um, bent the starting QB, John Kinjemi's ear, during a college football <laughs> game, told him about his golf round, was telling him about a dog leg on, on the back nine. And John Kinjemi's like, I'm playing a football game that counts, man. I'm on scholarship. I ain't got time for this. 
So I have many run-ins of like, the hell are you people doing down on the field? Right. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, and I was very young, so I have an excuse. But in 1974, I looked older at the time. My hair was long, but I rounded the bases with Henry Aaron. I was wow. one of the uh, hippie, hippie kids that grabbed him as he uh, as he went around third. Special base. moment for you, pretty neat. <laughs> with a smile, with a smile, by the way, with that 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 poor son of a had so many death threats and the biggest moment of his life, and uh, he uh, just took it at face value that these guys weren't trying to. Um, and never get over that. Why? Yes. Why weren't? Why wasn't Vin or yeah. uh, or I can't remember the guy who was in the booth for the Braves. Either way, um, what what the hell? Why? What? Why was everybody like? Oh my God! Look out! Get somebody yeah. go save Hank. There are two. Yeah. There are two punks running towards him. Like I, yeah. I would have. That would have been, of course, my assumption given all the death threats and everything. Yeah. Anyway, one of them was me. So that's good sad. for you. Uh, Let's talk about this race real quick. Now, the odds flipped. Acuna is now minus 120. Betts, even. Uh, Freddie Freeman, plus 950. This is NL MVP. Who are you picking? Betts, Sheck, was 35 to 1 two weeks ago. But that just went wild in August. He's hitting 446 with 25 RBIs. So he owned August. Freeman, not dead yet, had a big game yesterday, owned July. He had seven homers and hit 360. And I feel like Acuna owned... The first three months, what will those be? April, May, and June. So which way are you going if you have to pick between these three? I, I'm going to stick with my preseason pick, which was Mookie Betts. So mm. I'll ride with him uh, based on that. But um, again, if Acuna, and it did seem like until he got knocked down on Monday night on the field by the second guy who ran out there, it yeah. seemed like he wasn't completely annoyed by it. So if the right. selfie has Acuna smiling then he gets the MVP and there will not be a question. And I don't mean that like that's my vote. It'll be such a winning image that, of course, everybody will fall in love with Acuna and be like, well, that's it. We have to, Now we have to make him our MVP. Is, is no there choice. a tiny bit? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Martin, is there a tiny bit of sympathy? I don't know what it would be. I mean, uh, it, but by the way, his stats are terrific. 29, 79, 335, and 59 stolen bases. That's where he so, uh, separates himself. But Martin, who's your pick? I would actually, I'm not trying to split the needle here. I think it's going to be Mookie Betts, like Dave said, but I will lay on Betts and, and Freddie Freeman because I don't see the Dodgers slowing down anytime soon, yeah. even with Gonsolin getting hurt. I think it's going to go to a Dodger, and they might, like, siphon votes off of one another, but at even odds and at 10-1, to 1, or, you know, 8 9-1, to 1, I'm laying on both. Well, it's very weird. You're right. They might steal votes from each other. I'm going to stay with uh, Acuna. I think he uh, I think he should get it. I think he's done it for longer, been steady for longer. But there is, he has a teammate who could end up with 50 homers and 130 RBIs in Matt Olson. So I don't it's right. it's really a bizarre race here if uh, you look at these numbers. Um, I know and it's tough yeah. cuz Freeman's uh doing historic stuff in terms of extra yeah. base hits, but mm -hmm. that stands out as such a distinctive ball player and that was a winning turn going back to Fenway last week and everything. Yeah, so I I think you're exactly right. Martin Hits on it that they're going to split votes. The the, yeah. the two Dodgers candidates are going to split votes. But yes, of course, they let Freeman go for a reason from Atlanta, and that's because the rising talent underneath witness Matt Olson. And just just the way this is, uh, yeah, the Matt Olson thing is crazy. But yeah, just the way the thing is is <laughs> turning out. Maybe Max Muncie hits thirty home runs in September, and he's the MVP. So this <laughs> freaking Dodgers team. Which one of you is picking the Dodgers for play of the day? Got Martin? Is it you? 
I mean, come on. Who? I mean, of course I am. Okay. Of course I am. You knew All that. Right. <laughs> I, I figured it was you. Straight up or a run and a half? Where, where well, are we I'm taking a run and a half, baby. Merrill Kelly, the goal who's going for the Diamondbacks tonight, right? Mm. You know what his record is against the Los Angeles Dodgers? Not good. Oh, and 10. Same wow. record as Kirk Cousins in the playoffs, I believe, until he got oh, the one sorry. win against my team, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, <laughs> with a 5 ERA and a 1.61 whip, the Dodgers should knock him around. It's definitely to the, and I think in their last 10 games, there's six and three or nine games, six and three to the one and a half run line. I'm just mm-hmm. taking them on the run. I'm taking them on the run line. All right, Shaq, you uh, you correctly predicted that Martin was going to predict that the Dodgers would win, so you went. Off I know, the board. and so you would think I'd have a backup plan ready to go oh, no. here, but you'd be thinking wrong if that's the case because <laughs> I don't have a backup plan ready to go here. I hate to, I hate to do that because Martin was a a tick quicker to getting on board with these Dodgers and betting them every single time. Oh, um, they're I, just do it. Who cares? Run and okay. a half. They just that's beat it. everybody. All right. uh, I'll, I'll I'll do a little something. Uh, I'm surprised the Cubs are favored as much as they are, except then when you look at the pitching matchup here, not that Burns is bad. They're playing the Brewers. They're minus 135 against this Brew crew who's won nine in a row, and they average seven runs per game over those nine, but they have Justin Steele on the hump, 14-3, 280 ERA, um, 117 whip, and at home, he's 10 and 2 with a 265 ERA, a 248 ERA versus the Brewers. I love this Justin Steele. He's probably not going to win a Cy Young Award, but he's top three right there in the uh, NL. Uh, and, you know, they have to keep, keep it up. They have that second wild card spot by half a game. Got to keep winning. Weird line. Give me Cubs minus 135. And uh, other baseball news. Now, we missed the parade meatballs, the spaghetti and meatballs. I thought, the, I thought it was Tuesday. It was. It was yesterday, the El Segundo Little League World Series champs. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was right? yesterday. It was yesterday. These guys don't even know. They live like I, minutes from I had no idea. It um <laughs> it did not seem like the parade was yesterday in the area. So they showed a thousand people in the street. I don't know. Maybe um I don't know I what saw it on the news. I saw the yeah. I saw them setting up for the parade yesterday on the news in the morning, and then today on the news this morning I saw a recap of the parade. Yeah. Yeah, so Shaq, I, don't, uh, I know you don't I don't want like to open this, up a can of worms here with this, but parting shot, parades suck. What a, who goes to a parade? <laughs> oh, what? Why, well, why but, a parade? What's, a, what's, what's, the, we, what's the pleasure of... No, but this one's nice, though. For, for, te- for 12-year-olds, it kind of makes sense more than grown, uh, grown adults being, um, you know, showered with yeah. confetti. Doesn't it? Dave, Dave I yeah. understand because at, at first I, real, I have to remember... What the rest of America calls a parade is an absolute farce and needs to have its own name, a procession, something along those lines. An actual parade, which only exists between January 6th, which was not not nearly as important today, January 6th and Mardi Gras Day, those parades are unimpeachable and incredible and amazing. Those are real parades. What happened in El Segundo is a procession. I got to tell you, maybe because it's a, I'm an old man. And by the way, now Joel's telling us September 10th is the official parade. September 10th or what? What? A, September a 10th? formal, what Martin is wanting, a formal parade where they line the streets is coming. Yeah. That is coming. This seemed to be more of a, hey, welcome back our conquering heroes. 
And uh, I don't know, we, we should have a parade for you then, Sal. September 10th is too long. They, they couldn't get it together before then, but half the kids are going to be in jail by then. They don't need that. Uh, I don't know, Martin. Maybe it's because I'm an old man, but I. So the Mardi Gras, we would say the Rose Bowl and Thanksgiving, are those the podium parades, would you say, Shaq? Mardi I'll, I'll say really this. I'll say this about the Mardi yeah. Gras parade. I've had the occasion yeah. to, to yeah, do it too. a couple of times. Yeah. It's very charming. It's hard to, to turn your nose up at it when you start on the residential streets with people impoverished dancing in front of their homes with the music unironically, mm-hmm. not a care in the world. But once you get into the main part of New Orleans, most of those drags, and there's thousands of people there. It's like, right, what, what do I care? I don't need this. Whatever's up there. The that, you've got the whole thing backwards, Dave. The parade goes. You stand where you want to stand. Then the parade goes in front of you. you I said I like the, the part of the more residential areas. I so don't that's care where you for stay. That. And if you want to go out there and have a little girls going wild, then maybe you go to Bourbon Street. If Whoa. you want to go out there and have a little bit more fun, you go uptown. Like, I'd be uptown if I'm going to parade. Catch me on Carrollton. That's where you'll see me in the neutral ground with a beer in my hand yelling, throw me something, mister, surrounded by 100,000 complete strangers and best friends. You know what? My first thank God of Thanksgiving is I'm sitting home and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not at this godforsaken parade. It looks so cold. And I could couldn't care less about this, and I'm I'm warm in my house right now, and I don't know. I, I guess old man. Same thing with Rose Bowl, Shaq. I don't know. It's January first. I think a lot of people are just too hungover to go. Spectator sport, yeah. Right? yeah, TV yeah. sport. People denounce going yeah. to the games. I, you know, believe me, I'm an old man too, and some mm. of that's even gotten to be a pain in the ass for me. But a parade? No, thank yeah. you. I was I mean, the only thing worse than that would be spending oh. New Year's Eve in Times Square. That's the most. Oh, yeah. Impossible I was dating a girl, not the not the one I'm currently dating. Mm-hmm. But this is when I should have known it was time to get out. It was years and years ago. She asked me on like December 30th if I'm going to the Rose Parade. I said, what is the Rose Parade? Oh. I had never heard of the Rose Parade. It's, I, it's, it's what happens before the Rose Bowl. It's just like it's the pregame to the Rose Bowl. That's all it is to me. She's like, you're going to the Rose Parade. And it was this big deal about how there's the, the Rose Parade in Pasadena and all these. I was like, are you not aware of the football game? That is the only thing that matters about this whole stupid procession. Mm-hmm. And then I should have known then, but I didn't. You, Six but she asked you if you knew what, what the if you were going to the Rose. No, parade? she asked me if I was going, if I was interested oh. in going to the Rose. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. Why would I go to a parade? You're such a yeah. parade like, enthusiast. Maybe she, you know, no, 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 no. I want real <laughs> parades. I want real parades, Dave. There's a difference between oh, the, like real parades. Wait, the Rose Bowl parade is not a real parade. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm <laughs> glad you're starting to understand. One, but it's there's <laughs> floats. I think uh, anything over 73 floats counts as a parade. If they are not, no, no. No, this the the key to a parade is a your truck has to be it has to be motored by some type of tractor trailer right so the Rose Bowl gets that one right mm-hmm. right you have to throw things if you're not throwing things from the <laughs> float, right? it's not a parade it's <laughs> not right. a parade those are well, the only two stipulations required and they and every single parade the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade the Rose Parade they all get it wrong I, you have I, I don't to throw know things what happened all right. you have well, to Shaq, throw Shaq things well Shaq and I are uh, Shaq and I are throwing a tantrum does that count that doesn't count as throwing things uh, Babyface, I'm not upset here. you understand yeah. Martin I'm not you can go watch your parade you're down in yeah. NOLA you're there I'm there. I'm, I'm about 20 feet behind you. My, I'm just facing the bar, ordering another round while you're watching a car with strangers 
standing up on the see hood again, of it. Dave. You're, you're watching that. Why are you in a bar buying beer? No, see, that's the difference. In Louisiana, you don't have to go to the bar. You go to the grocery store, and then you take all your beer with you right there, so you can watch the parade, open the mm. cooler, pop the top. Because you know what? No one gives a damn if you're drinking. In fact, if you don't have a drink in your hand, the guy next to you might just offer you one. At the Rose Parade, the police and all of that open intox not 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 uh not 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 shined upon. What 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 kind of beer is it? I hope it's not that crap they serve at Wrigley Field, is it? That nobody could print. All right. The, the, uh, real, the real takeaway from that is Martin wants nothing to do with roses when it comes to women he's dating. That is oh wow, nothing. oh that's not fair. I don't even think a parade. Uh, I will say we uh, I, I got to uh, I took the kids over the kids and and Brad, my uh, third, my fourth kid to uh, Pint and Slice in El Segundo for this Saturday matchup against Texas. And it was it was a great little feeling. It was nice hometown, small town. You know, everybody in the bar knew the first name of the players and everything because they actually knew the parents and stuff like that. So that was a. Uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll never do that again. So that, that was a nice experience. Uh, not exactly on my bucket list, but as long as I was three-ish miles away, I went over there. So that was fun. Um, check nine days till kickoff. Greatest number nines. Not a lot of well, football. Breeze, I, went, your guy wins, Martin. Breeze. I was about to say, there's yeah, only one correct guy. answer here, That's and everybody it. else is running for second place, and his name is yeah. Drew Christopher Breeze. Okay, and I but say, are you, are you going to sign off getting, the, getting you know, put on your sci-fi goggles 10 years from now? Is that still the answer? What do you mean? Yeah, because it's, what is it? Do you think Stafford will eclipse them? No. Uh, no. Wait, Joe, what are we looking at? Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. oh interesting. Oh. I'll put the goggles on. You know I what? I sing songs about Joe Burrow. I don't know. Is I'm about Joe to Burrow say, got, hey, be a Rose Bowl here? I don't know. I got a mm. lot of nines. I got a lot of nines that, that me have meant a lot to me over the years. Drew Brees, well, number one with a bullet. Matthew yeah. Stafford's up there. Steve McNair, I cried when the Titans lost that Super Bowl to the greatest show on turf. Jeff Smoker. Not quite. But no? Joe Burrow is up there. <laughs> Joe Burrow is definitely up there. He's my current. He, yeah, I don't know, Dave. That's a, I don't I'll know. Let you guys have fun with this. Tony Stafford. Tony Romo's like, no the chance. answer. You, you guys could have fun with it. Tony Romo's absolutely the answer. But uh, uh, yeah, Steve Shout McNair. Shout out Teddy Ball game. Yep. Um, Steve McNair, Carson Palmer. Not even the greatest Bengal, I guess. With you, did nine. you say Foles? I didn't say Foles. You're right. Uh, Jim McMahon. Um, wait, what does Justin Tucker wear? Ooh. Does he not wear nine? I believe he wears nine. Interesting. Interesting. When I see um, him in my mind's eye, he's got a nine on. He might have to be number one then, Justin Tucker. Shaq, but other sports, Ted Williams, Roger Maris, Gordy Howe wore nine, right? Gordy Howe. Uh, what did uh, Bobby Hall wear? He wore nine as well, didn't he? There are some good hockey guys. Yeah, uh, right in there. We missing any spaghetti, meatballs, Joel, you know? Uh, my favorite number nine of all time is Tom Zbikowski of uh, Notre Dame, who then became a a boxer. He was the the safety punt returner for a while oh, wow. on those old Brady Quinn, Jeff Samarja, like Charlie Weiss teams. I definitely remember that name. <laughs> sure, wow, he returned a punt good. for a touchdown against USC in the greatest regular season college football game of all time. Yeah, not 2006, mm. right? Looking at your other Zbikowski um, housed one, didn't he, uh, Spaghetti? Yeah, he was he was great. Uh, I mean, a guy boxing the side in the offseason, punt returner, safety, like team captain. He was easy guy to root for. 
You're right. Uh, the Rocket, right? Richard, did he wear number nine? As I'm, I'm seeing here. Um, what other hockey guys? Bobby Hull, you were right. Check. Glenn Anderson for Edmonton. Mike Madonna and uh, Lanny McDonald. Some good numbers. Mike Madonna, perhaps the most underrated Hall of Fame hockey player of my lifetime. The nice mustache, too. He kept it. Uh, I had to give an honorable mention to a guy who was mentioned twice by on this podcast, neither time by me. But Juju wears nine. Does he now? He's nineteen for all of time in my in my heart. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, we'll see. Uh, I gotta check the TikTok videos. All right, I'm gonna look at, into that self. Happy so, Thomas for Pitt back in about 1980. Happy, Happy Thomas, Thomas the, the DB. Yeah, he was number mm. nine. I love it. All right, so nine days till kickoff. Although Sheck says it's not actually kickoff, we really have 12 days. I'm with you. Get your uh, YouTube TV or whatever in order. It's coming. We'll get there soon. Listen to minus three. Sheck, you and Hench and Spaghetti, you go over uh, the AFC North, right? We go over the AFC North. Some week one college football plays. We'll dig in further with that with uh, with the great Jeff Schwartz, who I think you've met before. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. As a real table setter week zero in the rear view mirror it's on for real come thursday night through sunday we're gonna mm -hmm. dig into all the big games there with the great schwartz listen to that one there you go and a reminder to everyone out there you may feel like underdogs but please remember you're all my favorites see you thursday <laughs>